World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, been kind of looking forward to this, this one all week. Not that, not that I don't look forward to all of them, but... Uh... Sheila Holmes joining us today, and you're going to buckle in. This is going to be some great information. By the way, we are taking communion, so get yourself communion right now. We're going to, uh, Joe, I assume you're out there ready to lead us in it. And Myra, go ahead and open us up with prayer, and we're going to get ready to roll here. Yes, Coach, I will be delighted to do so. Uh, we're reading 2 Thessalonians 2.10-12, and with all the sickness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved and for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they shall believe a lie and with all deceitfulness I apologize I don't know what went on something went wrong with this account okay Um, that all they all might be them who believe not the truth, but had pressure in unrighteousness. Jesus, you're welcome to Coach Dave Heidel, and we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Folks, remember this. God has sent the strong delusion. God sends the strong delusion. Because we reject the truth, the Lord himself sends a strong delusion that we will believe a lie. That's what's going on. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. And Reggie was making the comment about why can't these people see? And how long, you know, they can't see. God has, it's the judgment of the Lord. God has sent a strong delusion. That Amen. They believe a lie because they have rejected the truth. We're going to get into all that here with with Sheila. Uh, Joe, you ready to lead us in communion out there, brother? Uh, yes, sir. Um, and uh, uh, as you know, we've been learning more about communion. This is, and it's, and we, it's not the simple little thing that we do in, in, in some respect. It is a simple thing, but we need to know the depth behind the simple thing. And so First um, Corinthians 10, 14, 22, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. We need to look at who, where we are, and who we, and who we're around, and what our world around us is, is uh, uh, enticing us to participate in. This. this is what this is talking about. I, I speak as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless is not a participation in the. Is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread. We who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Consider the people of Israel. Are we not those who eat the sacrifices, uh, participants in the altar? 
what do I imply then? That food offered to idols is anything or that an idol is anything? No, I imply that what pagan sacrifice to offer they offer to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink from the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Mm. Are we stronger than he? So mm. uh, I think that basically what this tells us is that we are to choose and to be aware and have discernment as to which cups we take which, and to what idols are around us so that we can avoid them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and with discernment, walk our walk, find that narrow path that we are meant to find. Mm-hmm. And so, reading from Matthew twenty six twenty six, yeah. oh, let's first pray, dearly Father. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for what you've done. For you who loves the world, you gave your only begotten son. Forgive us our trespasses, our sins, and our transgressions. Bring us cleansed into your sight as we take Holy Communion, remembering and celebrating what our Lord Jesus Christ did for us, restoration of all authority, salvation, restoring us to to what Adam lost. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Joe. Well done. All right, listen, I want to get rolling. Hey, uh, Jonathan's in here running running the board today. Hey, Jonathan. I just sent you Sheila's website, his best out. Or, folks, listen, I'm, I'm going to make a real plug for Sheila here, real quickly. Um, she's wrote, written so many books over so many different. Oh my goodness, I, I, I met Sheila personally last weekend for the first time. I, I, I personally, right, face to face. I was aware of her work, all that kind of stuff. She has a package. Well, scroll on down to all the books there, Jonathan. She's got it. Sheila's written on more topics, more things than you can ever imagine. And I personally went on yesterday, and I, uh, for $100, how many books do I get for $100, Sheila? You get the five-book series, I think is what you ordered yesterday. Yeah, the five-book series uh, for the sake of America. Folks, this this is a Holy Spirit-endowed researcher extraordinaire, all right? And that's uh, one of the things that really, uh, when, we sat down, Sheila and I and the higher bread. We spent into the wee hours on Saturday night, and I was picking her brain on different issues and on all the stuff that we talk about here all the time. And whew, 
she was a she's a wealth of wealth of information. And so I, I got those books because I want to get into them more. But I want to shut up and I want to get Sheila in because Sheila, the last couple of days, Pastor Clint Harper's in here with us yesterday, uh, right now. He was on the show on Wednesday. He, hey, hang on real quick, Sheila. Hey, Clint, you're building some momentum, some momentum down there in Georgia against those guidestones. Is that right, brother? Can you, can you come in? Uh, yes, we, we are. Um, I had a few pastors to from Elbert County to uh, get in touch with me, and then I had a pastor that uh, had been there uh, about 20 years but has recently moved to Athens. And, um, yeah, it's, it's catching on pretty, pretty good. Hey Amen. So we're going to, we're going to get our salt and light brigade behind all this thing. We're going to, those, 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 uh, towers are coming down, brother. They're coming down in, uh, yes. Yes. In Jesus name. they're coming down. So Sheila, two things we've been talking about the last couple of days, and I'm going to shut up and get out of your way is we've been talking about big state religion and we've been talking about the guidestones. Both of those are in your wheelhouse. So, uh, for yours, Sheila, jump in here, man. Wake, wake us up. Open our eyes. Well, there were some questions, Clint. Another gentleman was asking some questions, and I didn't want to interfere with with the conversation back and forth because you guys have history together. But uh, the wording on the Georgia Guidestones exactly matches uh, the Order of Malta. So what is the Order of Malta? It's one of the knighthood orders under the Order of Paladins. What's the Order of Paladins? The Order of Paladins is the Wiccan Order of Knighthood. And the highest level they can go into is the Knights of Pythias. Uh, I begin talking about that in book four. And then in book five, I put all the connections together. For example, the person who chose to assassinate Lincoln was from the Knights of Pythias. He did it in April of 1865. And in 1864, our Congress formed uh, Knights of Pythias from scratch, or one thought it was miraculously introduced to our Congress, but it was through an act of Congress, and they've been funding the Knights of Pythias ever since 1864. And the land grants they gave to these Knights uh, includes significant land on their land in D.C. And one of the major buildings on their land grants since 1864 is the building that covers two blocks in Washington, D.C., known as our FBI International Headquarters. Wow, no, so, don't tell me. There's a flag <laughs> on the northwest corner on the back of the FBI building in D.C., and that plaque confirms that it was under land grant of Abraham Lincoln. He never would have granted land to a secret society. And it was a secret society member that took him out, John Wilkes Booth. So all of that is in book five, explains how all of that brings us forward to current events, because when John Wilkes Booth ended up breaking his leg, uh, when he jumped down, uh, the man who put it together is Dr. Samuel Mudd. Dr. Samuel Uh Mudd was put in prison in the Gulf of Mexico, and people had yellow fever and malaria at the time, including the warden. And so... Dr. Mudd developed what is the malaria drug that is the basis of HCQ. So all of these things are coming forward to our attention in these days. The connecting the dots has been so phenomenal. And I had no idea when I started book one that there would be five books. Now there's conversations about six and seven. And what Father has given me, he said, would be in seven. And I don't know if there will be a six and seven. Uh, but I stopped saying there wouldn't be any more books on these topics because absolutely everything matches current events. So, Sheila, you're, and Sheila, uh, 
the Holy Spirit's directing you in all this stuff. You're, you're getting into stuff that you would, ne- you would never, ever, ever consider. You didn't go looking for it, right, Sheila? Just all of a sudden there it was. No, I never asked to go to Georgia. San Diego is a really nice place. I'd been there for a long time. Father, uh, in a vision about why he sent me to Georgia, asked me how long I'd been in San Diego. And I said, well, uh, let me see. It was exactly 40 years. And so I went into a bit of a panic. I won't do that for the sake of the ears of everyone listening. Um, but I said, you mean this is my promised land as well? And he said, no, it's a promise to the people. They've been praying, asking for someone to explain what's going on, because even eight and nine generation uh, people that I've met in Georgia had no idea. People who have family that came on the Mayflower had no idea about the Georgia Guidestones, didn't even know where they are because they're in a cow pasture. And you're, you're, you're convinced, I'm the sorry, she, you're no. convinced they're, they're Luciferian, right? There's no doubt it, these are Luciferian. It's the Satanic Ten Commandments. It's completely opposite to Father's plan. And Father's made it very clear. They're doing everything they can to throw us into chaos and confusion. But the situation is, the chaos and confusion is the other kingdom. So if we stay focused on this kingdom, on Father's kingdom, keep your eyes upon him, stay upon his path, because the focus is not what they're up to. The focus is what Father wants us to be up to. Amen. And the Order of Malta is what's behind this. And in the previous conversation, Clint, you can probably define this further. uh, The gentleman was asking about what was behind this. And it's the Order of Malta. And the Order of Malta is an international sovereign law order. And it takes us into world courts, which is on the Georgia Guidestones. And there was a a phenomenal brief interview um, conversation in the World Federation Association, and it was conducted. They introduced Walter Cronkite, and he was much older at the time frame of this uh, videotape. And I can provide it to you if you want to share it in the link with the people. And Walter Cronkite just summarizes the Georgia Guidestones and says that Americans are going to have to give up a little of their sovereign rights, which may be a bitter pill for some. Blah, 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 blah. And then he says how Pat Robertson uh, wrote a book and said that the only time we'll have complete unity in the world as a one world process is when the Messiah returns. And they all laughed. And then he said, uh, that's not what I believe in. And then he said he was honored to sit on the right hand side of Satan. He actually said it. It came out of his own mouth. So behind the scenes. So, so, so. Sheila, I can have you on for a month. Maybe I'll schedule you here for a month. But the connections that we're seeing, what's going on in Washington, D.C., the Georgia Guidestones, all of these demonic things that are going on, and, Sheila, this is a curveball for sure, the invasion of Christianity by deep state Christianity is all connected, is it not, Sheila? Can you try to wrap a bow around that a little bit for us? Absolutely. President Kennedy said... um we're dealing with infiltration, not invasion. This is a war by infiltration, not invasion. It's been going on since the very beginning of our nation. In 1792, they formed a Democratic National Socialist Party. And that National Socialism is actually Nazism, and we just didn't know. And they have 10 square miles of land, uh, which is a separate process. It's just like the city of London is on separate land. 
The Vatican is on separate land, so it's not in England, it's not in Italy, and this is not America where they did this. They forced us to move down into the Washington DC area from New York, which was always known as the America City, City of America uh, from the forming of the nation. And uh, in the federal building in New York is where Washington took these oath. So all of this is completely separate and has been happening since the very beginning of our nation. And in 1791, the first secretary of the treasury started the first centralized banks and Thomas Jefferson fought it from the very beginning. And he said, we cannot be doing this. The government cannot be part of the banking financial system. It's against our constitution and they did it anyway. They've been a force of nature from the very, very beginning of our nation. How have they, infilt how, how have they infiltrated Christianity? It's exactly the same. Uh, as they formed each new community across our nation, if you want to be a pastor, if you want to be a banker, if you want to be an attorney, if you want to be a judge, if you want all of these things, you have to belong to this society. So the entry point is Masonic. People are so scared about Masonic, but they're entry level. The only way you can be promoted, you have to be invited to the 33rd degree. And that's why the guidestones are on the 33rd degree. Um, and you have to be, and once you're invited into that, then you're invited into these other orders. And I did a special last June when Rick Joyner said he stepped down from uh, Morningstar. And if you look in Isaiah, you'll see, I believe it's in 14 in Isaiah, where um, Isaiah declared that, Morningstar is actually Lucifer, and in the Hebrew, he described that, and I think it was either the prince of the king of Persia or the king of Babylon. Uh, I think it was Babylon. And so as you go back in scripture, it actually tells us who Morningstar is. And then people wrote to me and said, well, you know, that in the New Testament, he said he was Morningstar. Well, people don't understand our new morning begins at sundown. So the mm. 11th hour for us is one hour before sundown. And that is our new day. And he brought light to the dark. And so that's why he was correcting everything. And then in his final moments after his death, before the resurrection, he took the keys from, from Satan, who had held them. And all people that were held in, in a temporary status were then lifted up with him. And so all of this is described in scripture. So why would you name your your program that you out for ministry as Morningstar. And if you look at it, he's actually a member of the Order of Malta, the same one that Ted Turner is, the one who funded, but, it, but Ted Turner is a Rothschild. And so the families were controlling all these things. So once you get involved and you can be easily blackmailed, the only way you can, you have to move up or you're taken out. Sheila, my producers of Johnny on the spot this morning, he's pulled up, uh, it says, uh, verse, what, what scripture is that, uh, Jonathan? It has to be Isaiah 14, isn't it? Yeah. How, and how, 12, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Son of the morning. <laughs> yeah. Son of the morning. So when they're, when they're talking about morning star, who are they talking about, Sheila? They're not talking about who we think they're talking about, exactly. are they? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what he called uh, of Babylon, because that was the problem, is that Babylon keeps trying to overtake us. And I don't know if you guys know LT. He's the host of a, his own program called And We Know, and it's from Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for those who love the Lord. And so... Right. 
he's been doing programs for a long time and he came out with a program and he said, what we have to watch for is what's in Revelation 17 going into 18 is when Babylon will try and overtake us. So I wrote to him the very next morning. I said, okay, it's already in my book. Babylon has already done it. It's in the Noahide laws coming in in 1992 under Bush 41 and expanded into the education system under Clinton in 1993. And the seven Noahide laws were brought in and said that they're the basis of our civil society, that they were part of our founding, and that they are um, the basis of our morals. And so, uh, Sheila, all of the presidents, I use that term all, you always get in trouble. Uh, they're all, they're, they're, they're selected, right? They're, they're appointed. They have to be members of this club to even be considered. Would that be a safe? Uh, right, they, safe they control both parties the whole time because they're, they're going to control you no matter which party you think wins. <laughs> well, uh, okay, uh, Sheila, so let me, let me connect something. I'm going to open it up for some questions. Take us... Uh, Jonathan, if you could pull up real quick the pastor's pay. I showed this yesterday, Sheila, kind of was staggering. And I want you to connect what's going on in the religious world as well. I don't know if you can see this, Sheila. Uh, this is, the, this is the, the wealth of Kenneth Copeland's $800 million. I'm just saying to the Americans, Eddie Long, $150 million. Pat Robertson's worth $100 million. Benny Hinn, $60 million. Joel Osteen, $100 million. Paula White, $40 million. John Hagee, $80 million. T.D. Jakes, $100 million. Jesse Duplantis, $70 million. Rick Warren, $100 million. Creflo Dollar, $30 million. Franklin Graham, $50 million. Juanita Bynum, $20 million. What's going on here, Sheila? Well, I, I was at a meeting with Jesse Duplantis, and everyone loves him because of his sense of humor. And he was describing to us what he needed for an offering that night. And he said, what you guys need to realize is every month I put out my magazine, and every month that cost me $4 million. And to me, stop putting out the magazine. Uh, we don't realize they're not – the whole structure is no different because the elite are all the way through. So it doesn't matter if a politician is is positioned and paid or if a pastor is positioned and paid. And if you'll see what they've done over history, they've narrowed everything down in the church to just the pastor. So all they had to do was control the pastor. We've had more pastors commit suicide and leave the ministry in the past few years of any time in history because they've set them up to be blackmailed. It's no different than Eisner taking his his new hires over to Epstein Island because you got to have them blackmailed before you can do anything with them. So if you can't blackmail them and if you can't control them, then they don't, you can't have them in your corporation. So, or you buy, or you buy them off, give them good, good salaries, buy their buildings. Uh, they, they own them, right? So they, be, they right. become part of the Southern Baptist convention, pick whatever, whatever denomination you are and you become part of that organization and then they own you. And Kenneth Copeland and, Pat Robertson, these are just the guys who are sitting at the top of these organizations. Would that be safe right. to say, Sheila? Well, and, and Kenneth Copeland was merely the pilot for Oral Roberts. He wasn't, but he learned a lot. Catherine Coleman was taken out, and Benny Hinn was positioned in her ministry. And when I was asked, I've been asked three times to be on their program. I've been microphoned all three times, and all three times fought the changes it, and something else happens. And, it, and it's miraculous how it all takes place. But, um, but Benny Hinn, 
I had a, there was a book on the shelf and they were selling the old books that they had left. And there was a book that Benny Hinn had written about himself and Catherine Coleman. And a lot of people got it as a coffee table book, gosh, back in the eighties. And uh, so I had heard about the book, but I'd never seen it. And they had one copy left. And so I bought, God had me buy the copy. And then he said, I want you to read it cover to cover. Benny Hinn never met her, never knew anything about her, never had a cup of coffee with her. But the very night that she was taken out at an event, they gave him the microphone. He took over the service. And, and I can point out many, many names of people that are positioned. And when they're positioned, then they're a controlled operation. And, it, and it's happened all throughout the body of Christ. Oh, uh, so, could Real quick, buddy, pull up for me. Uh, what was it? Pull up uh, John 10, if you could, real quick. Uh, I got I got so much I want to throw. throw. I'm going to I'm going to shut up and let questions. Come. Folks, listen. Pl- please understand this. I've done this many many times. I'm going to go through this very very quickly. John 10. We hear the, we hear all the time that the thief cometh but to kill and to steal and to destroy. And they identify the thief as Satan. That's not what John 10 says, folks. It says, "Verily, verily, I say unto you that he that entereth not uh, by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, is a thief and a robber. There the thief is identified. Mm-hmm. It's somebody that's called into the ministry some other way. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the poor are open, the sheep hears his voice, calls his name, and sheep by name, and he leads them out. And when he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of the strangers. This parable, Jesus spoke in them, but they didn't get it. He said, okay, boys, let me say it again. Verily, verily, I said to you, I'm the door. I'm the door of the shadow. I am, okay? All that ever came before me were what? Thieves and robbers. He identifies it again, the thieves and the robbers. Who are they? Guys who are called into the ministry for nefarious reasons. They're not his sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. I'm the door. Nobody gets in, but that's come through me. Then he says, the thief, who's the thief? It's not Satan. He's already told us twice who the thieves are. It's these guys who are in the ministry that were never called into the ministry. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. And I've come that you might have life and have a more money. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. But 12, a hireling. What? That's what Sheila's talking about. A hireling's not the shepherd. He's on the sheep or not. He sees the wolf coming. Who's the wolf? The thief sees the wolf. The thief sees the It's two different folks. The hireling, the thief, sees the wolf, the devil, coming. And what does he do? He takes off, man. He runs for the hills. That's what we're dealing with, Sheila. What do you think well, of that? That's what they've done to the structure. I did an interview that shocked everyone uh, last year. They came after Mark Taylor, and I had never, I had never shown or expressed everything that I'd been through back in the nineties. Uh, remember when they took the pastors and promoted them to prophets, and they took the prophets and promoted them to apostles? Well, when yes. this was happening in the nineties, I, I couldn't even go on platform anymore because I watched them in the green room and they're preparing in front of mirrors how to go out and get the most money from the people. Oh, my goodness. And I've asked people again and again on every interview and not one person has ever given me one village, one town, one city, anywhere in the world that the church has truly helped with the money because God has sent me all around the world to prove that that money never got there. So the corruption just isn't in the government. The corruption is through the structure. 
And so the point of 1999 in July, well, I went out and exposed him. He was attacked last February as a false prophet saying that the president didn't come in for a second term. And so it was a horrible article, but there was a unique statement where now they made themselves an apostolic council of prophetic elders. And they're a group of about 32. Don't you love how 3-2 and the guy stones put up on 3-2-2, it all keeps showing up. And we should, Genesis 3-2-2, I should go over that since I'm mentioning this. But anyway, a group of about 32 tasked with quality control of the body. 32 humans tasked with quality control of the body. A human is not tasked with quality control of the body. Father some to be this and he doesn't call it Genesis 3.22 up there Sheila Genesis 3.22 now that Adam knows good from evil lest they put out his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever then there's a long pause say law he was so Mm. shamed and so so this is a scripture they're standing on. That's why you see 322 in Skull and Bones. That's why you see 322 in the Masonic Order. To get to 33, you have to be invited. So they consider that we were, all of us who believe in the true living Lord, are cursed here on earth, and they don't need us here as cursed people. It's their land. They were here. This is what's happening, and they have no idea. They're all being protected because the hand of the Father is upon us. The Holy Spirit moves throughout the land. If all of that disappeared tonight, it wouldn't look the same at all. It would not look the same at all. But at that moment, they felt that we were cursed, and that's what they based all of this on. That's why those guidestones were put up on 322 of 1980. And Unbelievable. In June of 1980, started CNN. Why? To honor Alice Bailey. Why? She's behind the Guidestones, as is the founding person, Madame Helena Blavatsky from Georgia in Russia. And they said they were putting it in for his great-grandmother from Georgia. He's never had a great-grandmother from Georgia. He had no connection. They said these had to be placed in Georgia. They needed them on the 33rd, right? Yeah. In a cow pasture. And then everyone said, well, you know, the men didn't know anything about it. All of those articles were a lie, but in one of them, they gave me a major clue. And that is that they thought it was a prank from the Shriner friends. You don't know about a prank or consider a Shriner prank unless you're also in the Shriners. And Mm. Elbert, I found that was an all Masonic county. And it was all done purposely, built purposely for that purpose. On the high, it's also the highest hill. This cow pasture is the highest hill. And <laughs> was a word and vision given to three given to three prophets. They all died within a year of me coming to Georgia. The first one that died was the prophet Bob Jones, who was so frustrated with what they were doing that he dropped the name prophet and just wanted to be a brother. So all of the pastors I've met that were tight with these three guys who travel together all the time, they all dropped their pastor title and became brothers, helping the community and helping the people. Because the church has never focused upon the people. The church is focused upon meeting their budgets and giving all the money to the higher levels of the church, above the church. That has nothing to do with scripture and is completely against God's plan. It's all about the people. So the whole structure, so if I get on the board of a church, then I go to the annual meeting, and when I go to the annual meeting, I don't have a choice of what I vote for. 
they don't have a choice of these policies and procedures. The United Methodist Church just put in their first uh, transgender um, pastor who now they're honoring with the big red wig. And it's all over the media just this week is that now they're honoring that person as being their first one. It's always an honor to be the first one in all these different things. And in the first book for the sake of Mary, well, it was Bob Jones, then it was Arthur Burt, who was over 100 and 203 from Wales, uh, England. And then the third one exactly a year later. So February 14th, August 2014, and then February 2015 was John Paul Jackson. Those three men traveled together constantly, and Father gave them a word and vision for the sake of America that he had put a huge angelic vortex over uh, Macon, Georgia, which is the root of all of this. That's where all this Masonic and Shriner Temple and everything was started by Albert Pike, also in 1864. Knights of Pythias started in 1864 by Justice Rathbone, and the two men lived within exactly 17 miles of each other in the Boston area. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're doing all of this, and everyone finds it so miraculous that they know all this and have this knowledge. They brought it all in. So um, when all of this was happening and all of this was being brought forth, absolutely everything in America was changing minute by minute by minute. Uh, the changes in the financial system, the changes in the, in the structure. We became a corporation. The church has brought back first Christmas in 1870. 1873, they brought back Ishtar, Easter, uh, who's a satanic ritual to a female goddess over fertility. And people would sacrifice their own children to have a better crop. I mean, just this stuff that's been happening, it, it's been happening on this soil. And that's why the scripture in the first book, for the sake of America, was that if my people who are called by my name and God, Lord, and Master are the same names for the Son, God, Baal. And so when the Native Americans were singing to Yahweh and Yehovah, when they were singing those songs in their languages, people worked against them, wanted to get rid of them. I mean, this has been going on from the very, very beginning of our nation. So... Um, let, let me jump in there, Sheila. Throw the website back up there, folks. The books that Sheila's talking talking about, you can get you can get the package for a, a hundred bucks. You get five books. They pay all the shipping, all that stuff. His folks, I'm just telling you, these books are uh, they're just they're encyclopedias of explanation of exactly what's going on. I'm not trying to hawk books for Sheila. She's not trying to hawk books. But if you want to know what's going on in this book, she's telling you exactly what's going on. So Sheila. Uh, the Bible tells us in Jude that evil men have crept in unawares, right? Mm -hmm. They've crept in unaware, and they've changed the truth of the gospel. They have changed the truth of the gospel. That's what we're fighting against in America today, folks. That's why God himself is re revealing, un un unveiling, revealing uh, the, the hypocrisy in the churches, the shutting down of the churches, all that kind of stuff. Uh, is a great uh, revealing that's going on. So we've, we've, we've jumped in uh, about knee deep in about 30 different topics. Well, I'm just yeah. going to shut up and I'm going to let you guys start asking Sheila some questions here. Uh, Joe Allen, your first one up and then, uh, then Myra, go ahead. Hi, Sheila. This is Joe and Carol, your neighbor down here in Augusta. I'm glad to see you're doing good and I uh, hope you're feeling well. Coach, you don't know the, the wealth of knowledge that Sheila has. 
<laughs> yes, I well, I got some idea. Uh, yes, I do. I'm learning. Yes, Amen. Lu- Luciferians that try to take her out and take her knowledge from her by, mm-hmm. by making her sick. So Sheila, I'm, uh, Sheila, I'm it, glad it to see you. On. It hasn't been an easy walk, has it, Sheila? Uh, no, uh, I, I've gone through poisonings before, but nothing like what happened at Lynn Woods last summer. I'm still dealing with it. Um, and the level of radiation, you're right, to take out my voice and to create brain fog. It, it's been quite a, um, a process to, I mean, to lose all my hair, to lose my voice, to my strength, my energy. Uh, and it went on for months. And, um, I'm just so, so blessed because, the other five who were major voices uh, in the South Carolina GOP that were at the event, they all went to the hospital and died within a month. So the gift is uh, Father has brought me through this and not only brought me through, he's brought me through with the specialist I was referred to and processing the radiation, then processing the cobra venom, which I'm still processing, then processing the, a lethal level of mercury and a lethal level of copper, which are combined in my system, and either one should have taken me out. Each one of these layers should have taken me out. However, my father has brought me through all of this. So by training globally um, and being attacked uh, by poison and by cursing off the planet by a voodoo priestess and all these different things that have happened, um, I've learned that there's only one to take the hand of, there's only one to call out, and if I'm one who can call out his true name and call upon him, what he has done for me is completely miraculous. It's been a slow, slow process uh, coming back. But but they said I wouldn't have my hair again. They said I wouldn't have my voice again. So, Sheila, so real quickly, you were at an event at Attorney Lynn Wood's uh, house. They had a big fundraising. He bought all three plantations of the Ted Turner background, Ted, the one he was raised in, which was used for satanic ritual abuse. It still has the black and white checkerboard floor painted onto wood um, entrance and hallways. And uh, it's, it's quite a house. He's remodeling it for a um, bed and breakfast and wedding venue. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's been able to cleanse it or bless it. And um, I'm, I'm just, we've got to pray for Lynn because you can tell that it's affecting him. He's changed over six months and a year. It's changed a lot. Well, they, attacked, they attacked you guys, tried to poison a lot of you when you were down at his place, right? She, I don't 20, want to let They said that 24 called in with symptoms. Um, but the six of us who were voices, and I'm not a South Carolina GOP, but it was a major event in South Carolina with the South Carolina GOP there. It was for Candace Taylor, who was running for governor in Georgia. And uh, keep your eyes on that uh, on that election, because um, she, I, I, there's a lot of evidence that she did win the election, but they said she only got 4% of the vote and Kemp got 70% plus of the vote. So it's one of the major things to watch because there's going to be some explosive things that are going to come out of Georgia. She wants to, she wants to guide stones to, to, uh, pulled down, doesn't she? She's yes, we've had major conversations. Um, yeah. I don't think she knew about it before our first conversation, but we've been in communication with each other for a couple of years. All right. Just come on in, Myra, then Reggie. Yes, uh, Miss um, Sheila Holmes, welcome. It's great to have you in regard to infiltration. We're reading Galatians 2.4, and that because of false written unawares brought in 
who came in privately to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bandage. Hallelujah. We're all coming out of bondage. More and more is hidden that's uh, being revealed. Reggie, and then Rochelle. Ooh. Hi, Sheila. Um, I, I'm a little shaky right now. I, I would love to talk to you offline. Um, I, too, suffer from brain fog, and I won't go into a lot of stuff. But I have some knowledge for you that you probably already know, but I would like to share some insight on how this uh, nice Malta and like the University of Oral Roberts ties in with the Jesuits. And it's um, it's a lot of information. And I'm glad that you're here to confirm a lot of what I've been trying to express for over a year. I'll connect you. Sheila, I'll I'll give you a Reggie number. She's a you can you trust her. shut my voice for many many years and i'm still here because of god so i would love to connect with you please it's just his schedule is just really really tough um i had to set aside five books putting out the book series and then he had me do a devotional to counter fear doubt and unbelief we had talked about it for seven years and it came out in a completely different format as only god can do uh, and that came out exactly the week before the, sh- the lockdown and i didn't know there was going to be a lockdown and then he had me do bringing the people back to his feasts and festivals and so all of that all these five books got set aside and um then interviews with and we know lt and we know have been so powerful that i started receiving tens of thousands of emails a day he said he got over sixty-five thousand the first day after our march interview it was the same in april and we're getting that but i deal with uh widows and um i because that's the only religion to the father is the undefiled religion of seeing to the needs of the widows and orphans and that includes single mothers are actually widows their children have orphans hearts so it's expanded the ministry and then we help families in need which has expanded tremendously and so i have all of that going on plus these tens of thousands to do and then everybody everybody's book order gets prayed over because if there's something they wanted to get and couldn't afford it then Father wants me to add it. And so I, I have to do all it. It's just been a lot with a lot of travel and getting back and forth because the um, specialist that I'm going to is on the West Coast. And so it's just been a lot of travel because I haven't worn a mask during the whole two years. So <laughs> uh, it's real limited time for, for phone calls. But if you go to the website, there's a contact down on the bottom and it'll um, put a contact form in and then you'll have our email. Awesome. Thank you. Uh- Sheila, come on, uh, Rochelle, come on, Glenn. Hi, hi, thank you for being on the show. Um, I, I guess my question could be boiled down to um, what, what do you think is significant about America as far as, you know, people talk about the two destinies or the sheep and the goat nations and where do you kind of see us landing? As a nation? As, as we a nation. are a blessed nation under God, confirmed many times over. Uh, this, in essence, was a promised land that Father brought the Israelites to uh, after they were taken captive in 721 B.C. Uh, by the king of Assyria. They were taken captive, the ten tribes to the north, and then the two tribes to the south, Judah and Benjamin. Only those who could produce or had wealth uh, were carried off to Babylon, and the rest were left to fend for themselves. Um, and so that's been the history of the people. 
And I, I've mentioned many times that the 19 uh, kings that they had in Israel, some came in and reformed it. And people think that's what president did. What the president did from 2017 to 2021 was exactly give us absolutely every topic we were not focused on and needed to be. Because if we're going to have this republic and live in liberty and freedom, which is our faith monument, the faith monument is in all the books plus the guidestones from the very beginning, uh, from my faith walk um, book forward. And um, the faith monument gives us the four pillars of how to establish our life and live so that we will not depart from it as an adult. And the pilgrims had held that by banning the Church of Europe that wasn't allowed in America until after the Civil War, because it's filled with paganism and witchcraft since Constantine. And so when the pilgrims did that, they had a 500-year plan. It survived for 250 years. And what we're fighting now is what the Civil War was about. We're not finding these things out new. We never learned them in school because Alice Bailey was um, had a printing structure called Lucifer Publishing in 1900-1901. Lucifer told her that a 100-year plan, that what you do is you, you educate them um, from their school textbooks and you start putting all the children in public schools. And then you keep combining the schools so that they're further away from their parents for more hours a day. And that's exactly what we've agreed to do. So to say now we won't comply with the shot, we've complied within the church, we've complied within the education, so we've complied. And in 1921, when she married Foster Bailey and became Alice Bailey, and that's the one that um, Ted Turner honored in June of 1980 when he started CNN was Alice Bailey. That would have been her 100th birthday when he started CNN. So wow. that's his connection to all of these people. Sheila, listen, I, you said something went in one ear, out the other, and then bounced back in. Uh, so Christopher Columbus didn't discover America? Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. And that's, that's a whole nother topic that may take up more than one day. Um, Christopher Columbus was uh, the Cologne uh, Jewish family from Italy. And he changed his name. He took money from the monarchy to come this direction. And he took money from the Jewish people because the Jewish people were being pushed out of Spain. I think they had 10 days to get out. But a lot of them, all of their assets were taken, just like in World War II. Nothing that we're experiencing is brand new. This has been happening. They used identity theft to take over the rulership of every nation in the world, including ours. And that's why they're absolutely able to control everything. And, Reggie, you brought up the uh, Jesuits. That could take a whole other structure because the Jesuits appear to be in the secret society oaths that are taken. And I don't have all of the O's taken, but a major guy, Gary Kaw, who had all the research on Alice Bailey, also received, when I believe he was in Australia, the entire structure from a woman whose husband had passed, and he had all the information about the Masonic. And so a renouncing prayer was developed for the 33 layers of the Masonic O's. Folks, is your head, is your head spinning yet? Is your head spinning yet? Yeah. You ask Sheila a question, it'll go down a rabbit hole that is so diagonal deep. Sheila, let me get Glenn in here. Come on, come on in, Glenn and James. Uh, Sheila, thank you so much for being on the show. The, the more you, the more you speak, the more questions I have. But I'll just, I just have two questions, and I'll shut up. Uh, you mentioned that Catherine Coleman was taken out. I didn't, I didn't know that. Could, could you uh, explain what you mean by that? And the second thing is, do you have any suggestions 
for Pastor Clint. Uh, uh, he, he's trying to get the, gui the guide stones taken down. Do you have any suggestions that would help him in his effort to, to, to get these guide stones taken down? So first of all, Catherine Kuhlman. Okay, Catherine Kuhlman was at the point of exposing uh, Oral Roberts University and especially Oral Roberts. And that wasn't going to be allowed. And so she wasn't allowed to continue. But there's no difference between how Amy Simple McPherson and Catherine Coleman were um, taken away, supposedly in a, in a sexual encounter with a man. And <laughs> both of them were scandalized identically. And then um, their voices were, in essence, null and void from that point forward. Uh, so that's what happened. And the night of the event, they put microphone to a guy named Benny Hinn who nobody really knew in his book he confirmed he never met her never knew her so that's that's the Catherine Coleman and that's positioning and they've done it everywhere they've done it everywhere if you aren't willing to do the things they want you don't get the tv show you don't get Amen. to meet these people you don't get the the options and regarding the guidestones I've communicated um, privately with Clint when I heard that that's what he wanted to do um, it's not a day to do it, may not even be this year. Uh, we're in a spiritual war of biblical proportions, and we can't take on an individual thing that is now being surveilled by the FBI. And um, it's, uh, it's a situation where now that people are becoming aware of it, they just want to destroy it. That, that's, not, that's not the first point of the option for us. This stuff that we're dealing with goes so deep and you have no idea in your own communities or in your own churches who is infiltrating your churches. I have yet to meet a pastor who wants to do anything about the witches and warlocks who are taking over their churches and they don't even notice it and they don't even want to address it because they're such good volunteers. I hear this all the time. They're such good volunteers. Yeah, they'll come in, they'll take over the daycare, which is what they've done and program them. There's a woman, Gina Phillips, you should start following her if you have children who've been in daycare and now are acting a little different, or they've, they've been in high school and acting a little different. They've been in the youth group at church and now think they've been gay from birth. I mean, you think of all these things that have happened inside the church church structure individually in your own community, and it, it's shocking. And it, what Reggie mentioned about the Jesuits goes all the way back. They've completely infiltrated all the, all the universities. Universities are controlled by that. Uh, the majority of people who are top in all of these societies are all from that. Um, the universities from that. The churches from that. Um, they did some horrible things uh, to the Native Americans, which is why they were able to take over so much of the land because you give them blankets with scarlet fever in it. The whole family, the whole tribe dies of scarlet fever, and guess what? You've got another... 300, 400 acres that you can sell and make money on. This has gone on from the very beginning of our nation before the pilgrims even arrived. Jim Bruner, come on in. Good morning, uh, Sheila. Thanks for being on the program. Uh, you touched a little bit of, on the Constitution, but you also kind of bridged that over to biblical um, principles. Uh, Coach has had a gentleman on the program who stresses uh, biblical law or government versus the Constitution and what are your thoughts about because I, I'm, I'm hearing you say we need to tear the mother down pardon my French what are your thoughts on going back 
abandoning the Constitution and going back to biblical. Uh, was the was the Constitution a biblical document, Sheila, or was the it an original Constitution? Is from 1787, and it's based upon the Bible, and that's why when the burning of the church behind the White House, when the president held up the Bible and he said, "This is our rule of law." Uh, because the Constitution was changed with the corporation. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, the corporation was 1871, and our Constitution is from 1787. So people who say we've got to go back to the 1776 Constitution, there wasn't one. We were still in wars until about 1787. There was a huge war in 1781 people don't talk about. People don't talk about the war in 1812, that the Creek Nation expanded into 1815 and 1816. All these tribes fought to save this land, and, and it wasn't secured. Britain and, and France were still trying to take it away in 1812. So when they came in and fought with the Europeans who came to America, when they came in and fought, they were fighting to save their land and their homes, because in 1804, which I didn't know until the fifth book, when Father said it's not just about the Civil War, uh, we don't have time to get into all the details today, but it's not just about the Civil War, Sheila. If you're living in the Fourth Reich, which is empire, Reich and empire mean the same thing. And the Third Reich was the Second World War. Then you need to tell my people about the First and Second Reich. And I said, I wasn't even alive in the Third Reich. I mean, what, what do you want me to tell them? And wow, did he, give, did he give me information? And that's why when people say Sheila has so much wisdom, I do not. I'm a farmer's daughter from Nebraska. I've had uh, FBI agents trying to destroy me after they destroyed after my corporation was destroyed by corrupt uh, attorneys and judges. Uh, they're in prison on federal RICO charges. Uh, economic fraud DA involved finally got sentenced on felony fraud. That took up 12 years of my life. And so, Father is the underbelly of all these systems, the credit bureau system, because of identity theft. And then the agents knew that it was. Uh, foreign citizens, people who didn't even belong to America. So they were okay. aliens. Okay. Okay. I interrupt yeah. for 11. So what do we do? We got, uh, we got seven minutes. What do yeah. we do? All right. Obviously elections aren't working. We're, uh, let me hang on a second. What do you, th- what do you think about uh, President Trump, Sheila? Uh, father positioned him. There's no way he would have in the level of fraud, because people keep saying, Sheila, what can we clean up in the last five presidents? And I've already told you, it goes all the way back to the very beginning of our nation. They were already doing centralized banks, first one in Philadelphia. Why? Because that's where everything was happening with the Constitutional Convention, et cetera. They have not wanted a, because this, it's Kazarian Mafia behind all of this. And what I can do is I can give you that Kazarian Mafia article. It's done by three professors, four professors. They put all their research together in one organization. And the Supreme Court in Israel is the location of the World Conference Center of the Masonic. Does that give you any idea what's going on? Folks, Sheila, Sheila, we talk about all that stuff here, right? A lot of of places, you're not allowed to bring that stuff up, but we... We talk about that a lot here, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, let me double back, Sheila. What do we do? We have to get tight with the Father. The church have, church has not allowed the Holy Spirit. And Christ gave that. He said, I'm giving this to you uh, as your guide and comforter going forward so you will be able to do the things I did and greater. And that's why the churches have been controlled. They don't allow the Holy Spirit. Uh, they've wanted me to talk. I can't come if I don't bring the Holy Spirit, so they're mad at me. Uh, I've had to show pastors and elders are all Masonic members, and they um, 
ended up finding out because I told them to go talk to them. They didn't know that they were all the discernment without the Holy Spirit is just is gone. You don't have discernment. You don't have the wisdom of the father if you're not walking with him. And I was so worried about not being a Bible scholar, but don't worry about that. Father needs you boots on ground today because the Holy Spirit will guide you through all of these things. The Holy Spirit told me how to find out it was Ted Turner. He sent me to a food a feed supply and um, it was a hardware and feed supply store. Completely different direction of anywhere I've been in Georgia. I mean, without his ability to help on this, I wouldn't have been able to put any of this together like this. Ted Turner, uh, Ted, Ted Turner funded the Georgia Guidestones, and Ted Turner is a Rothschild. He did, and he also funded a foundation in 1998 uh, to take the UN agenda domestically, spread it domestically. And what we don't understand is we keep focusing on who's the deep state, who's the cabal, who's the bloodlines, who's this, who's that. It doesn't matter. We're either in the kingdom or we're not. Mm -hmm. And we're to keep our eyes on the Father. And we haven't. We keep listening to what man has said. And I keep getting all these emails. But Sheila, this person said this about this. And I've been dealing with this. And this is my focus. Well, great. That's your focus during this war. I have to stay focused on what I'm focused on in this war. Because we have to do everything that we can do with our eyes set upon our, our true Father in heaven who is Adonai, he is Elohim, he is all of these other names. And he had me put it in two of the books, the Wake Up Call book, only book I wrote backwards, and Always Speak Life, the prayer book that he had me write after the prayer chapter in Wake Up Call became chapter 10, and that book was written backwards. He gave me all of his names, nature and character per his names, and we aren't even calling upon those names. And again, it came back to what he did in the first book, for the sake of America, which president received the first copy before I did. It was before he was voted in as president. His father knew what he was going to do with this man, and you can tell what he's done with this man. And the, all he can do is rally us together in truth, because he told us right in the beginning, you are the majority in this nation. How did you let this happen? We became the silent majority because the truth seekers and speakers were eliminated, yep. and we didn't stick with them. Kimberly, come on in. Kimberly. Don't unmute yourself. Not there? Myra. Yes, Coach. I just want to say thank you uh, to Sheila and to you for a beautiful program always. And Psalm 134, um, I want to praise the Lord. Behold, praise ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So Sheila, we got a couple minutes here. Sheila, you uh, we got a water hose this morning, right? And like uh, like Glenn said, I get I got more questions than, than when it started. Where can they, if they wanted to go on the internet someplace and find out, can they just go search you on the internet? I mean, we know we got your website. This is best. We got that. But are there YouTube videos, YouTube interviews? I know there's some in there that you go through detail after detail after detail in some of these. What would you say? Really great, really great YouTube interviews, but they took all the true speakers off of YouTube. Uh, so there's a lot of things on Rumble. And we know did an interview on March 6th and April 19, and he keeps his in order. And we know on Rumble, Upfront the Prophetic on Rumble, uh, I have a lot of interviews on there. Mech Files, I have interviews on there. If you go to Omega Man Radio, I have interviews on there. Um, 
up front, the prophetic went through all of my books. That was on YouTube. I don't know if they've transferred all of that to Rumble. Um, so, Sheila, Sheila, how's this going to play out? Are we going to win this thing, Sheila? God's going to win. <laughs> I just hope that more and more people seek him because my my main thing is get tight with the Father, get tight with the Father because he's the only one who's going to bring you through. And all those 600,000 that disappeared in a night and didn't go into the promised land, we're at that same point now. We've already lived through the Esther moment, but many did not pray. Their entire culture was going to be wiped out. That's a whole different way to pray. That's exactly where we are now. There's so many that have been deceived in the church that if we can't reach them, we still have to pray for the souls because what's important to the Father is souls. And everybody just wants Trump to come back or they just want somebody to fix this. They just And that's what all the people in Israel wanted with all these different kings and they were taken off to Assyria. When they when they got to the promised land, the majority didn't go in. It was only Joshua and Caleb that actually saw that there, there's abundance and prosperity here for us. Let's go in. It's not about the giants because who's with us is greater than he who's here. So Ooh. let's do this thing. Amen. Hisbeth.org. Hisbeth.org. Sheila, we're going to disconnect, but you stay right there with us a second, will you? Hey, folks, hisbeth.org. $100, you can get five of those books. It'll be mailed to you. Uh, folks, uh, this is information that will blow your mind. All right? God bless you. Thanks for being with us. See you Monday.